Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. And this season, we are playing Ari and the Secret of Seasons. This will be our first sponsored season. Uh, Modus Games was kind enough to give us all copies to play through this. Uh, so hashtag sponsored. Hashtag. It's not an ad necessarily. Uh, but just a reminder, we did get uh, this game for free. So got to put that out there before we go and talk any further. Uh, I'm so your host, Jeremy. Have, that means we have to be real mean to it so that we, we're not being biased. You got, Yeah, we have to balance it. Even if we love this game so much, we have to hate on it at some point to be balanced. Yes. That's how it works. I'm your host, Jeremy Harvey. We've got Brian Hour here. Hi. Also joining us, BC Nelson. Hey. So, this game here, uh, I came across this one. I, I had seen some previews for it, and it looked like, to me a throwback to like the ps2 action adventure games and uh having played a bit of it it honestly reminds me of like an hd remake of a ps2 game based on a dreamworks movie <laughs> i'm okay yeah fair yeah I, I i'll go with that <laughs> uh there are uh, a lot of like zelda influences in this that we'll get through um but yeah i went and you know got with modus they said that they'd be cool with us playing through it so here we are that's why we picked uh this game here uh played on a bunch of different systems yeah bc and i are playing through it on the playstation 4 and brian is playing on the switch somehow i, I get the feeling that there isn't too much of a discrepancy between the two i feel like mine looks about as the same as yours but i don't know that i mean visually the game isn't like super striking yeah that, that's kind of so what I'm saying, but in, I mean, I like the aesthetic. I mean, it has a very, very, like you said, HTPS2 aesthetic, but it's not yeah. visually intense. Mm. I really, I will say just, you know, in our first little chunk of playing, uh, I really like the faces when they actually do stuff with the faces. Like when there are characters that they're like, we want them to emote this time. I think they do a really good job with it. Yeah. Uh, but that's, most of the time they don't do that. So, <laughs> but it does stand out to me every time. So let's go ahead and just jump into this game. 
we open up with a little girl, Ari, uh, playing with her toys and talking about a, a legendary story. She, she's reading a adventure story to her teddy bear. Yes. Which um, is about a hero named Flynn and a hero named Ari in the story. Yes. And then like her own little... She's like, she's like made little toy figures for it, too. She's like got her own homemade toys. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is where that DreamWorks vibe comes in. I got like heavy Absolutely. Toy Story feels at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and But she she's also has this like old book that she looks at. And it honestly, I was like, it reminded me of Wind Waker. Like at the beginning of Wind Waker, when they go through the full scroll, like they almost have their own version of this where it's like some little kid got a hold of that scroll and they're making their own little version of it and Mm -hmm. being like, this is how I play with my toys and play with this ancient long lost scroll that everybody's been looking for for centuries. In her room with uh, like teen idol posters on the wall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So we we are told a few things. Uh, this is the land of Valdi that we are in, and that that is like the whole world. Uh, we'll later figure out like what town we're in and all that stuff, but they do say mm-hmm. the the land of Valdi. Um, I mean, you can see on on one of the posters it it makes mention of Ostero. It says the grass is greener in Ostero. Mm-hmm. It also says that the prince loves you. It, it, she has posters of Prince Crocus, someone yes. named Prince Crocus, and Prince Crocus loves you. Prince Crocus really hit that DreamWorks character yeah. vibe for me. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 really all coming together in my head now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mom shows up and basically says, "Like, well, I mean, she in her own narrative sacrifices herself for the hero." Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess we we want to cover she, the rest. She, of that. we're building a little bit of her character here. I mean, also giraffes are awful, so we we knock them over, but. Um, yeah, she's, she is like the, the sacrifice hero. Do we think that this is just going to be total foreshadowing of this entire game? I hadn't thought of that, uh, but I made sure to make a note of it when I saw it. So maybe, who knows? I thought it was just like the, the exposition, which I figured was going to like repeat itself, but this is the whole, like you said, with Wind Waker, this is the whole world lore explained by a kid with her toys. But. Yeah, who 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 defeats the evil bad guy with a bonk on the head? We yeah, we assume that you know what she's saying is is going to be like the actual origin of this world or something. That there was an evil wizard that was going to like destroy everything. There was a hero, but then some girl showed up to sacrifice herself to stop it from happening. Yeah, basically it, I guess. Yeah. Um, mom wants us to go downstairs and, uh, we got to go do some, some chores for, her. uh, we go down there. If you go by, it's, it's a little strange the way they do it because there's certain items that if you go near them, there's a little prompt down below that I don't know who's necessarily saying it. Like it says like, don't jump on the table. It's, it's a mother yelling from the other room. Like, yeah. How does it, how do, how do moms always know when you're about to do something bad? Don't jump on the bed. So, don't break the yeah. pots. Don't. Do whatever. Yeah. Well, because I go talk to your dad who's not doing so hot. <laughs> I saw Don't Break the Pots first, which mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, a Zelda joke. There's Zelda. Uh, but then later was like, oh, this is supposed to be like someone else saying this to us. Like mm-hmm. the mom just being like, would you stop it up there? Yeah. Kind of thing. Stop, stop messing around and get down here. I need your help. Yeah. Because she is the daughter and the daughter does daughter things. Uh. We can go, yeah, we can go up and see our dad. Uh, he's in a wheelchair, I guess, right? Yeah. Or is he just in a chair? Was that a wheelchair? I thought it was he a wheelchair. Was in a chair with, yeah, it was in like a an old, it's like a uh, a medieval wheelchair or a fantasy wheelchair. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, and we're, I guess we're taking care of him because mom's like, look, I, I will cover for you if you want to go into town because something exciting is happening, but. Implying that, like, you know, we're here to take care of Dad because he's not doing so great. Right. And he, he's holding a picture frame, too. That, again, they, they don't necessarily, like, spell these things out, mm-hmm. but you assume that that's her brother. Yeah. Uh, were there Was there any way to assume what his name was at this point? Because I didn't think there was. I think we, like, no, figured unless, out his name later. I right? thought they mentioned I, his name. 
They do. They do I, at some point, but I don't know if I don't know if early on because she says. I mean, she says when she reads the book, she Flynn. says she says his name. She was like Flynn used to tell me this story all the time. Okay, oh, okay. Because okay. I thought she said the name of the hero was Flynn, and I just assumed that. No, the, the the hero was whoever, but she her brother Flynn told her the story all the time. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, so we can go. Not really anything else to do in the house, so we go and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like. I, I don't know. It, it was kind of funny the the loading screen that just sort of like bounced around on mine. I don't know about you guys, but like the bar kind of just bounced oh, no, around I a little bit. I never got any of that. I just it sat at the end for two minutes. Mine sat there for a, a a bit longer than I liked, but then it like jumped back half, and it did make me kind of chuckle. I don't want to talk too much about like those kind of technical things because who knows what patch they're gonna have. This is also a, a different kind of game for us in that. It's, yeah. We don't know by the time this episode goes up what state the game is going to be in. Yeah, I don't think we've necessarily had that on any of I mean, other this games. Is the, other than Breath of the Wild, this is the newest game we've ever played. For the yeah, show. yeah. So it's a bit, it, it's it's a bit different. But uh, so it felt weird bringing up some technical stuff. Like if you know, in the past we've talked about games and be like, oh yeah, this thing totally broke for me. Where it's like. Oh, well, this one, like, it, yeah, it was kind of acting weird right then, but I don't know if that's even worth talking about. It may not exist anymore. Yep. Um, we do go outside, though, and we're in a, a snowy town. I'm a sucker for snowy towns in video games. I don't know why. <laughs> There's something about when you get to this, mystery, like, any kind of RPG, you go to some town and it's snowing. I'm like, man, I am into this right now. It's because snow is cool and you get to experience it without being freezing. That's why. Fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. snow is beautiful, but it's cold. And the cold part sucks. Exactly. <laughs> well, they all seem to like it. Um, well, yeah, they're all used to it. I yeah. mean, and this, super quickly, is Avatar, right? Like, Avatar, like, Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, we're in the, we're in the Snow Kingdom right now. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of, like, art style that reminds me of that as well yeah and um because it's like it goes with sort of like a a an asian influence in the town as well mm-hmm. right with this town yeah yeah, yeah. and in, in this um, whole region the region of yule it there's a lot of asian influence in the architecture and the layout of the cities like you you can walk through playing. rice paddies later um, yes. so yeah also a uh, famous uh Ice houses, you know, they they always have houses <laughs> built out of ice. Right. So <laughs> our mom wanted us just to go to go pick up some stuff from the market. Uh, um, there was something happening in the market. I thought there was. Well, the, like the, the Royals are coming to town. That was okay. Yeah. yeah. So we were supposed to be going out into there. I mean, how much exploring did you guys do at this point? Uh, enough to find the idiot with the house built out of ice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I definitely tried to look around as much as I could. I did a little looking around. I, I did a little side quest where you play hide and seek with some kids. Uh, and they I, show you where they are on the mini-map? I, yeah, but then, yeah. then I couldn't find the last two, though. I had no... This one was like the quickest hide and seek game I've ever played because they just flat out were like, look at your map. Here's all the dots of where the characters are. I, I was about to write down a note of this is ridiculous. This is so easy. And then the last two children are nowhere to be found. Well, only two of them are kind of even hidden. Like one's on a balcony yes, and one's on another balcony on top of a building. Otherwise, it's like yeah. you literally turn around and there's like a dude to the left of you. And he's like with, a, with an icon on his head. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Ari, you're the you're the best seeker ever. It's like, well, <laughs> you're terrible at hiding. Yeah, I don't know what else. Were there any other things right now? I don't think there were. Not really. To do. Just you talk to the ice guy. You do the hide and seek. You can jump around. Like there are some, uh, some a couple treasure chests to find that you can just get some coins from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like every treasure chest is just gonna be coins, but there's stuff to spend coins on. So it's not like you know a total waste in this game. Um, it felt kind of weird, just like every single thing. I was like, oh, I want to get. I wonder what I'm getting in this one. Coins. Okay, well, what about this one? Coins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very very Wind Waker-esque. Nothing but coins. Nothing but nothing but money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Straightforward. Doesn't doesn't try to... Well, in Wind Waker, every once in a while, you'd be like, here's the... Uh, some kind of crest. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is worth less. Here's a pendant. Than oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks. 
I, I will also say um, the game gives you the option to invert your x-axis. And after playing Wind Waker forever, I actually inverted my x-axis. I was trying to walk around with the normal camera. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Wind Waker has ruined me. I can't do I it. Om- I almost did. I almost did that. But I was like, I need to break myself back into... Welcome to the normal world. Yeah, at least at least as far as the x-axis is concerned. I'm still broken on, on my, my y-inverted axis. <laughs> okay, so everyone heard that. He admitted he was broken mm-hmm. in terms of his y-axis. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll just go ahead and go with the narrative. <laughs> uh, we go down to the market, and we get a little cutscene where these... I just wrote, uh, hyena men kool-aid man through the walls and eat everyone's lunch (laughs) that's better than how i had it written down yes that's a good that's a good way for it uh it's just these two again they're just hyena men like they are hyenas that walk on two feet and they were fighting each other over food and and goods yeah, and then they broke into town this way and then just kind of went crazy. Oh, so they were fighting before they came into town. Well, they were they were doing like the cartoon uh, you know, puff of smoke thing and the, uh, then they for the for who the frog for the bell whom the frog tolls. That's the game. Yeah. Uh and... <laughs> and then they just like happened to smash through this wall, which is just like really bad wall, really. Like you would think that they, if they wanted to try to break in, it would be more of a challenge and they just seem to do it all on accident. (laughs) And they just end up near food, which is, you know, a plus for them scavengers that they are. Right. Uh, yeah, they got some fruit, uh, got a big bowl of curry. I was really jealous of that curry. I can go for some curry right about now. JRPG foods too is another Mm -hmm. thing. Snow and foods. So, so far this town, this town is, is really pulling me in yeah uh also the uh the one that was eating the curry uh it cuts away and then cuts back to him and now he is eating fruit out of the curry bowl um and then they fight some more all right (laughs) but yeah Um, everyone's running away uh and then this is kind of where we get our our fight yeah tutorial that's what it is he looks up from his curry to find us wrecking his friend Mm -hmm. and then and then it cuts back to him and he has fruit now yeah, uh, we go and we beat them up and everything, and then we also get a sword that has Flynn's name written on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like kind of a big deal because Flynn has been missing forever. So suddenly, like <laughs> a clue just fell into her into her hands. Well, I mean, the the hyena ran into the sword, and he had some gum on him, so it stuck to him, and so it just happened to come back with him. I'm assuming that's a reference to something. No, it's not. Oh, it's, okay. It's, somehow there's a sword. Somehow there's a sword stuck to a bad guy because he wasn't carrying it. Or oh, he wasn't using okay, it. okay, right. It was just like duct tape to him. Yeah, and, and then we found it when we beat him up, and we're like, "Oh, this is my brother's sword." She seems to think it's a good thing that an item that belongs to a missing relative of hers appears with a dangerous animal the Um, item that they would be using to defend themselves right right their source of protection i don't know uh i don't know that that seems like an omen a bad omen to me well i think it's more that there's just like any sign of flynn is a good thing so okay they just hadn't heard anything from him in forever you know i mean they you need to you need to find these clues before the first 48 hours are up that's all i'm saying um did you guys oh there is a a shop you can go to in there where you can buy in the market area yeah i didn't really have enough money though yeah it takes some money well so those are all it's all technically i believe cosmetics that you can change what your weapon looks like Mm -hmm. uh i changed mine to the master spoon oh i love that crafted from the uh mysterious woods (laughs) i did not catch that. oh yeah it was it's like the made from the the strongest wood in the lost forest or something like that. And then it's like, yeah. just kidding. It's a spoon. It's just a spoon. <laughs> uh, but as far as I could tell, it That's... doesn't do any different damage. You can just sort of pick how you want your character to look. Are, are, are all of our cosmetics wooden at this point? Are we going to get a better sword that will have metal cosmetics on it? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the, the, that same shop has, you can buy a metal, like a metal cup. That you can use as your weapon, but then they have straight up like a a uh, spiked mallet uh, and a, like a samurai sword. Those are, but they're like expensive. 
but you could do that and then you could pretend that you're a ninja but it just has the same hitbox it's the same probably. stats it's the same stats i believe yeah. it's the same hitbox all that yeah. stuff it's just a fun thing like i like just i i later got a different weapon and i was like no i'm switching back to the spoon what are you talking about mm-hmm. i'm gonna be using a spoon this whole way oh we, we didn't talk about how we got backhanded by a, a hyena that leaves a scar in our face that i think will stay there for the rest of the game yeah they mentioned it a few times my guess is that is how it's gonna be mm-hmm. so yeah we've got some dino damage uh we do need to go back to our house mm-hmm. after all this to let mom know uh ronan the mailman is there and yeah. he is just he is talking himself up he's taking credit for our work it it seems like he's trying to kind of get flirty with your mom while your dad is like an invalid in the next room which is a little weird i, I maybe she has a sister like we have an aunt we don't know about and he's just trying to get her number you well know, we'll we'll see him later this guy is just very extra uh-huh so i think I mean, it's just know, we've dealt with mailman in the last game so yeah this one just seems to have more of a personality than just stoic yeah uh they we do uh get the explanation that our dad is the guardian of winter yeah he's, he gets a letter so apparently he's very important yeah because uh, i was wondering like we live at the top of the village and I thought that that was a little unusual because that's usually where like the oldest and most important buildings are in these kind of village sure, yeah. villages. And so I was like, oh, that's that's funny that we're up there. But we're up there because dad's a, a guardian. Right. So, yeah. So with this information, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about more of Ari and the Secret of Seasons. Oh, hi. I was just shoveling more red hot takes into the old Hardcore Gaming 101 opinion furnace. <clears throat> Shaq Fu has some redeeming qualities. There's a lot of video game podcasts out there, but only HG101 has the code Jones to objectively, definitively, scientifically rank the top games of all time. No, it's definitely pronounced Co Jones. HG101's top games, twice a week, every week, right here on Greenlit. Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. Sequelcast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. So, now that we're back... uh. Our mom says, basically, uh, it doesn't matter what this letter says. Your dad can't go. Ignore it. Go to your room. And we know... If your brother were here. Yeah, if your brother were here, he'd be able to take his place. So, Mm -hmm. patriarchy. Um, We we can't do man things. We're a girl. No. Uh, And so, we go up into our room, and we are just like, forget this. Peace. We we are going to get out of here. We are going to go and help out because mm-hmm. I need to find my brother. Also, like it's probably a big deal if the guardians of the seasons summon you. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're not just dealing with Huns here. Like yeah. this is this is a you know, we need we actually need our dad's, you know, expertise. And I don't know if you guys yeah, talk to family. any of the the random villagers, but there's like a few that'll reference like, oh, there's trouble in the capital and like we're the only place that yeah. is still safe. Like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. untouched by whatever evil has been uh, destroying the rest of the region. Right. So, I mean, yeah, whatever whatever's going on is important. There's no way that it's just, like, going to be these guys, like, partying and, you know, getting drunk when we finally get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we give ourselves a haircut. Yeah, um, we, we Mulan it up. Yeah, we, we it's, I think it's a little insensitive for us to steal our dead brother's clothes, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I guess maybe it's cultural differences. Who knows? Well, yeah, she needs she needed the special clothes. He wasn't using them. I don't yeah. know what what he's going to be wearing when we find him. Uh, but we have to like go through a crawl space mm-hmm. to get into there. It took me forever to find this because I thought I could. Oh, I remember what happened. I didn't grab the wooden sword. You get your sword taken away from you. Yes, when you get home. So after your mom sends you upstairs, you do then have to go back downstairs and get your sword. And then you can go and smash through those pots. Right. Um, um, yeah, we do not make any effort to cover our tracks. We we smash pots. We leave the brother's door wide open when we're done in there. Mm-hmm. 
cut our hair off and leave all the hair there. Don't even sweep it up. Mom's going to know exactly what's going on. Yeah, mom's mom's not even paying attention at this point. No, she's like in they the shut kitchen. the door. They're they're not paying attention. She's doing mom stuff. Uh, so we're ready to go. We go outside, and then the plot falls out of the sky, and then the apocalypse happens. Um, these giant red crystals come shooting out of the sky, and get rid of all the winter, mm-hmm. except except for one little spot where there's still some winter. Um. We go through there. You just got a, a, a really short cavern area to go through. And we find Dad's winter crystal. Yes. Uh, and with this, we are able to summon an orb of winter, which I think is really cool. And I'm very hopeful that they they utilize this stuff throughout the game. Like the idea of being able to... This is like when we were doing the Oracle games where you would change the, the elements around. But this one is like you could do it in a 3D environment and sort of put down these orbs wherever you want for puzzles and all that. Yeah. We'll see. Ari, the ball's in your court. Yeah, so far, this is my favorite mechanic that this game has introduced. There's a moment later where like it really, that we can talk about when we get there, but it really clicked mm-hmm. for me that like, oh, this is like the coolest way to do, to like handle this winter sphere thing. So like yeah. this mechanic's just super cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, the basement where we go to get it, our basement is awesome. Yeah, it's huge. It's kind of like this cavern. It's yeah. huge. Uh, there's some other, there. there's like some switches down there and some crazy floating orbs. So mm-hmm. after we get it, we can use it on these like black floating orbs that sort of like repeat the elements that'll like expand them out. Mm-hmm. So anytime you see one of those, it's, it's a clear thing that like oh you need to do it near that and it's going to make it get really big and you'll be able to reach more stuff um because so far the the orb that we have around us our little dome isn't that big Mm -hmm. which i do have a complaint about that later on with like certain thorned treasure chests that you have to use that to open them up when i'm like how close do i have to get to these things real close jeremy well and and see i didn't pick up right then that the 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 spheres or whatever, like the statues or what magnified the power. I thought that just happened every time. So it wasn't right. until later that I like accidentally discovered that that's what made your like orb of winter expand. So I was stuck trying to get into the first dungeon forever. Cause I just didn't know what I needed oh, to do. Oh darn. <laughs> oh man. Well, the game doesn't necessarily like they, I think they do it all through visual cues. I believe that's mm-hmm. all they give you on that. So mm-hmm. I, I could see that. There, there's a few things that this game doesn't necessarily like tell you in a good detail that kind of confused me. Mm. Um, so now we got to sneak out of here. Well, and that's when the, the real villain of this game shows up. Which is... 3D platforming. See, I didn't have a problem with the, the jumping so it's, far on it's this. Not, it, yeah, I was afraid that it was going to be a lot worse than, than it was. I didn't I have any problems with okay. the 3D platforming so far. Well, yeah. I was... wish I could see Ari's shadow. Mm-hmm. True. That's the only thing that you need, because that's the Mario knows all that stuff. If you're doing 3D platforming, you got to see his shadow. Right. Uh, you can't see Ari's shadow in this. They don't really do a lot of lighting in this game. Yeah, I was just... Uh, when when I saw the, the ice platforms, I was like, oh no, this... This could be bad. It depends on how well the game does it. And so far, it's been okay. Yeah, I was... I, I encourage it. Like, I love 3D platformers, too. So, so far, like, you know, early on in this game, I'm like, okay, yeah, it, it's not the most polished game, but I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that I really am into with this mm-hmm. right now. I think my favorite part of, like, all the ice so far is that she doesn't scream every five seconds while she's walking <laughs> on the ice. She doesn't slide at all? Yeah. Either. Well, she grew She grew up in it. Yeah, know? she knows how to walk on ice. She was formed by it, or whatever, whatever Bane says. Right. <laughs> So now uh, we do need to sneak out, but there's a there's a number of other like side quests that we can do in the town before we leave. I mean, I went to go laugh at the uh, the ice house guy, yeah, uh, and ended up with a quest instead. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. did you do that whole quest? Uh, what was it again? Well, you got to go and ask other people for help, and they were just like, "I'm not helping that jerk." He kept talking about his ice house before. Yeah, Serves him right. I just I was like, yeah, if I do this, I treated it like a Breath of the Wild quest where I collected a bunch of them and then. If I ever feel like going back and doing them, I can. I went through. I went yeah. through a few. I, I, I did the mm-hmm. ice, uh, the ice house quest, and I did something else that I can't remember at the moment. But uh, there's there's a sort of a quest that um, 
you go up and there's a training dummy and you can talk to the dog sensei sensei remy yeah the samurai dog the, who just has like the most basic guy voice yeah i think it's really funny he's from or, nebraska yeah it, when he when you get done talking to him he just goes like goodbye like it's just kind of <laughs> later like, hey late later yeah it's it's kind of funny um i don't know why that voice stood out so much uh, yeah with the other voices that there were this game does do a lot of the voice stuff that i feel like when we kept talking in wind waker about like oh man these voices really stuck out to me and i love and it's charming these ones are like what is going on right now <laughs> it just seems kind of weird like why is that why is that guy just screaming right now well how how many different languages was this translated into i uh, yeah, i mean fair um i mean this is a, a european game so right there i mean did, did they localize it for uh england and north america right this this is an indie game that we're playing it's a smaller team so you know there's there's certain things that they don't have that a a rock star games team would have in terms of or like you know they don't have thousands of people and yeah. all this money to do all this so i mean i'm giving them leeway with with some of the voice acting and stuff yeah. so. but it does stick out to me especially like after going through wind waker where it's like it's almost like a similar style of voice work yeah but it's I don't know. Maybe, maybe this could be a game that 20 years from now we'll go back and play and I'll be like, oh, I remember that guy. Later. And just like <laughs> regularly quote that over hey. and over again. Have you uh, guys tried to buy anything that you couldn't afford yet? No. If you try and buy something that you can't afford, the people freak out, which I love. Really? Yeah, like the 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 first thing I tried to buy was um, I tried to buy just like the sword. I just like clicked on it even though I didn't have the money. And the lady just, like, screams at you. Like, I don't think she makes a screaming sound, but her, like, face freaks out. And she, like, raises her hands in fury. Um, and so anytime you try and buy something you don't have money for it, they react like that. And it's great. Well, that, that merchant is uh, already kind of creepy enough. I don't know if I want to make him mad. Are you talking about the cosmetic one that looks like weird, happy mask Yeah, he's got, like, a... Um, like a... Uh, mechanical mask almost like it's got moving parts to it like mm-hmm. uh yeah i haven't bought any of the cosmetic stuff no just because i'm like right now i'm just saving my money for any of the actual upgrades because that's what uh sensei samurai dog remy does mm-hmm. he has uh attack upgrades but it when i bought one of them it was like it said you just received one attack damage level one Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but yeah and you have to go into like sort of the almost the options in your inventory to see what upgrades you have mm-hmm. and they do them like in a weird it's almost like you have medallions but you don't have to like equip anything so that's nice when you got it it's yours you're upgraded you're stronger you're faster whatever yeah so we got to go and sneak out of the town we get the title card uh yeah well we have to get card. past the guards which yes. was so challenging um click the left stick did you even... Okay, so we get up there and the guards that are supposed to be blocking us are just asleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe it I, just took me too long because I was I, running around doing quests. Well, I assume you had to sneak, but maybe you didn't even have to do that. Maybe you didn't even have to get into sneak mode. I, didn't I just automatically went into sneak mode, but good question. Yeah. Maybe you didn't. Maybe yeah. that would have been the joke, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we go through there and then we get the title card. Giant letters over the town. Oh, there are a few signposts that you can find that give you, like, lore dumps of the towns and the locations. It's kind of like the uh, the giant tablets in the Zora's Domain in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. give you kind of... Yeah, lore. yeah, yeah. It's like those. Um, so you can check on those. They give you some of the history of it. It's where you can really get the names of it. I think that's where I first saw the name Yule was in one of those. Yeah, it gives you a little history of, of like... There's 15 of them, and they they seem to be on major landmarks. Yeah. So, we go through. uh, We have this, like, big open area that we can run around in. Well, Mom mom stops us right before we get out of the gate. Well, there's, like, a big area we can go to then once we sort of go to that gate. Okay, I thought maybe that would be before that. So, you can can run around a little bit here and there. There's some hyenas to fight. Uh, I don't believe they drop anything. I don't no. think has, has any enemies dropped anything for you. No. no. Uh, so it is. It does get to the question of like, you know, do I just run past them? How long? Are, I wanted to see like how long they would follow me for. 
They went for a little while. Uh, I had to like jump over a little river before they stopped following me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So there's all that, but yeah, that's where they, that's where you have the cosmetic salesman and that's where you can buy Remy's upgrades. Um, you know, spend whatever money you want there. But then when we try to go through this one little gate area, uh, that's where mom shows up and basically looks like she's going to stop us. Mm-hmm. But instead she's just like, you go get him, girl. Girl, girl power. <laughs> you, we can do it. And yeah, she gives, she gives us her blessing and we are free to actually like really go on our adventure now. Mm-hmm. Um, now things are real. Big open areas here, but not necessarily a lot to do in these areas. Yeah. Um, I will say I do love the mini map. The mini map's been super helpful. I know where to go. Mm-hmm. It's this cute little 8-bit version of you walking around the map. I wish there were a real like full map that you could look at because so far I've only been able to see a mini map if there's a full map let me know there is yeah you, it, it's in the start menu i i was gonna say i wish that there was an easier way to access the map yes whenever but you if you hit start and then you tab over to the left like well you times. you hit start you go into inventory then you use the shoulder button to move over and you can get a full map gotcha and, yeah good to know um because i've been i've been needed to look at that a lot uh really for me just like where are the treasure chests I want treasure chests so mm-hmm. I can upgrade all okay. that stuff. Um, now, we do have, when oh, I was playing this, uh, when I was originally playing this, uh, I'll already gone and edited it, I did say play to the first winter dungeon. And I thought we were getting to the first winter dungeon pretty quick. Uh-huh. Where I was like, oh, okay, here's the thing. We're going to go. You got to like activate these little stones that make some giant icicles appear. Then you can open up this waterfall sort of thing after it expands out. And I'm like, okay, this must be it. This must be the first winter dungeon. And it's not. uh, But you do get an item in here. It's kind of strange, the formatting. Mm -hmm. Because you kind of just come in to only to get the item so that you can get to the little elevator. Yeah. Right? Yes. The item is the... It's the Pegasus boots. The double jump boots. Yeah. Yeah. The double jump boots. Swift boots, maybe? They look just like Pegasus boots. No, I believe they're called Pegasus boots. Okay. I have that written down on here. They're either Pegasus boots or Pegasus sneakers or Pegasus. It's something Pegasus. Pegasus Jordans. Uh, That isn't trademark, so they can go and use that phrase, I believe. Right. Did you read the description? Um, It's like like something about being able to double jump with these sweet kicks. (laughs) I didn't see that. (laughs) Nice. That's good. Uh, but yeah, we do have, I mean, this is, it's, it's kind of like, it's a mini dungeon. It didn't feel like a full on, du- well, it kind of did. I mean, it's like a, almost like a tutorial. Like, Hey, here's what we're going to, here's what you'll be expected to do with your season powers going forward. Yeah. yeah. And they did a lot of stuff on here and this is mm-hmm. what I was, I really liked. Yeah. Cause I was afraid that we were going to get to a point where they go, yeah, this is the spot where you use your season power now. And it's going to do something, you know, really generic. And, and it's just going to be like, activate power, get past obstacle. Activate power, get past obstacle. I was worried it was going to be you just change the entire map. Where the whole map is in the, is in winter. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was just going to affect the whole thing. But the idea of, I have my own little pocket seasons here that I can just sort of put around wherever I want. In the tutorial, they even said you can put down, eventually you'll be able to put down all four. They just can't overlap. So I'm really hoping that they get some like more complicated puzzles in there where you have to actually like mix all that stuff up. Mm-hmm. I also like that it was useful in combat. So there's like a point where you get to you get up on a ledge and there's a bunch of hyenas and there's these slimes and I you can kill the slimes, but it's like not permanently, but you can mm-hmm. freeze them. So you can activate your like ice powers, freeze the slimes and then worry about killing the hyenas. And I thought that was cool that it's like, "Oh, use your season powers to like incapacitate enemies and then focus on right. other stuff. Well, cause you, you can use the, the slimes will turn into blocks. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe there was going to be a puzzle where I had to push the block around and use it to jump onto something. There is, but okay. There was, okay. I mean, I think you could potentially, I think in the design they wanted you to do it that way. I don't know. You may have brute forced it some, okay, some way. I just forgot. That um, I, actually had to do that. I think that's like the first the first room you encounter a slime, I think you have to do something like that. But I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out what I was supposed to do, so I literally just jumped up the wall and got to the next area. So, okay, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, and there's uh, a thing that I thought was a visual glitch at first, but realized that they were sort of telling you where moisture was to freeze, mm-hmm. is that you can see water effects like in all various different places. And I was like, okay, something's broke. Maybe something messed up here. Yeah, I don't I, know. That's some weird glitch. That seems to be an indication for all of the seasons. Yeah. And I then it's but, just the ice. Wall, or the well, stuff. it's like, but if you, if you use your thing there, what, with what we have right now, everything will freeze mm-hmm. around there. And it's like, oh, okay. Because we'll, in this little mini dungeon, we see these spike floors that if you, and they have that water effect around there. And it, uh, if you freeze, it'll just like block it over and you can walk over. No problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the spike floors are awful, but once we get, um, the Pegasus boots, basically we just have to get out of the dungeon and they make the spike floors a little bit better. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't get hit by any of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, again, I love 3d platformers. So maybe I was used to. As soon as I saw him, I was just like, all right, just like, chill up. Uh, (laughs) I was just like, okay, as soon as I hit it, I know I have to hit A immediately and be like jumping right off Mm -hmm. of it again. I got hit in the first one just because I didn't know it was going to be that short of a a time before they deployed the spike. So, Well, I didn't have problems with those, like the, the jumping to the spike platforms. But if you're on like ground and there's spikes in front of you, if you walk into the side of the spikes, you die. Oh die die yeah you die like <laughs> it's not just you take a heart no you die like you yeah. die and you respawn back at the last uh checkpoint yeah so uh, far the respawning hasn't been too bad no that's been um, nice the healing's interesting so when i first started playing this i was looking at the trophy list obviously and one of them is to beat the entire game without dying once and i was just like all right let's let's save scum this let's see what i can do and then i was like okay, I don't even know how to heal. Like, I didn't know, I didn't, it took me a minute to figure out, I'm like, how do I even heal in this game? Yeah. Because I took, like, some fall damage in the town. And then I was like, I have three hearts. I don't know, like, what I, how do I heal them? Is there's no, like, healing spell or anything like that. And then I broke some uh, barrels and I was just like, or pots or whatever. And then suddenly I realized, like, oh, I have my health back. That's weird. I don't, what did, what healed me there? There, there might have been some food in there, and I think there is also just an auto heal. You might heal over time. You can get in an up uh, upgrade that'll do that, okay. but I don't know. I think that's just what it does. I think when you're out of combat, you'll heal over time. But yep. I haven't seen that in action. I haven't seen one pop up mm-hmm. as I was. I haven't. I didn't buy it, but I saw it like for sale. Mm. And then also the weird thing for me was that. The healing fruit doesn't disappear if you're full health. So the first time I found a healing fruit, I was full health. And you can see it like a shining, like pick this up. Mm -hmm. But if you're full health, it just like rolls away from you. So I was like, I guess I can't do anything with this. I was like, well, yeah, what do I, what is this for? Yeah. So there are, there are fruit trees in there that even show up on your mini map that are just like, if you touch them, you basically like get your health. Build all the way back up. Mm-hmm. Um, like the uh, Game of Thrones red trees, basically. Every time I see them, that's what I think. Sure. I, they look kind of like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we make our way out of there. And this is what threw me off is because I was waiting for like a boss battle or something at the end of this. Mm-hmm. And then we just go through a door and then we're just back out of the map again. Yeah. But th- there was like from the place that we picked them up, there was sort of a path that you were yeah. you could take that was leading you out. So I was like, maybe there's something else I have to look for. But if they've set before me a path that requires double jumping to go down said path, that must be what they want me to do. So I, I followed it. I didn't get like, you know, distracted by more dungeon. I just decided to go where they were sending me. Right. We go through all that. And since we have the double jump now, we can make it to the elevator. Mm hmm. Uh, you freeze some things, it makes platforms show up. Then you got to double jump all the way across there. You kind of have to go back and forth on this thing, especially if you were really eager like me and went immediately to the top (laughs) to get all the treasure chests that I saw on there. Talk to this guy that wasn't telling me anything. Then go all the way back down 
talk to this other guy and then he's like hey i need this gear and i'm like okay i saw that gear it wouldn't let me pick it up go up get the gear went back down to him and i was like here's your gear and he was like no you got to give that gear to my brother who's all the way at the top and mm-hmm. so i have to go all the way back up the top again he tells you to bring it to his brother the first time i was not reading it i thought he was- <laughs> I missed it too because I thought he said, "Hey, I have tools that I need, and they're upstairs on some rope." And so that's what I was looking around for. And then while I was up there, I was like, "Oh, hey, here's a gear. I might as well grab this as well." I have and no idea what you that, guys are reading. He explicitly yeah. says, "Like, I need to give this gear to my brother. Like, go get the gear." And then it like shows you where his brother is. Well, he said, "I need to give it to him." So here you go. Here's your gear. Give it to your brother. He's about to take his lunch break too. That was that was the good thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long his lunch break would have lasted, but uh, it, it sounds like it was all day. Seems that way. And there's also there's also a guy up at the top mm-hmm. just drinking some berry juice, strawberry yeah. juice. Yeah, and you can get one, and it starts a, a mini a quest. side quest to collect berry juice. We were juice. told to bring strawberry juice to, to the meeting of the guardians. The meeting as well. Oh, okay. So this could be strawberry wine or something. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll, we'll get there, I guess. So we go and do all that. And then the elevator's working. Use the elevator. Uh, I, I, she, she kind of already does this thing where she is off balance as mm-hmm. she goes down the elevator. And then when I got off the elevator, she kept doing that. So I could not run. She was just constantly off balance for probably the next five minutes. Like, even when you got all the way out of it? Yeah. uh, Even I went through a few bits of combat, too. And every time, like, if I wasn't swinging my sword, she was standing there like, whoa, whoa. All right. Eventually, after enough uh, instances or encounters, uh, it it sorted itself out. We all do it differently. Yeah, we all ride (laughs) elevators differently. I get it. The world is spinning at an incredible rate. Yeah. So we go through there. Um, there's this this another big area to explore. There's a woman over there that's trying to make some tea. Did you talk to her? Yes. There's this woman in a cave. She's wanting to make some tea, but she needs the special flowers mm-hmm. that are all surrounded by thorns, which was kind of a... It's kind of, at first, it was a pain, but then I realized, like, oh, there's, like, these little gaps that you can go through. So it's like okay. there's a specific place for you to go to grab each of these. Okay. Um, you get those. You get some... Something from her. I can't remember. Either a cosmetic, some money, or a, a, a boon. I guess we'll call it that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So, we can do that. I think there's, like, a couple treasure chests to grab. You go through this gate. And then we see... We, we get another big open area that leads this long, winding hill up to a, a giant tower sort of thing. Uh, we make our way up there. There's some enemies to fight. I did come across uh, a big enemy randomly, I believe, and it was like there's a there's a side quest of fighting the four giant flower creatures or something like that. Like I saw a little flower in the ground and I walked up to it, not knowing what it was, and then a giant thing came out of the ground and I had to fight it. I I don't remember this at all. Maybe mm-hmm. I missed. It. I didn't find it, that at all, but. That's yeah, cool. it's like it's just like a secret, you know. There's just little secret ones to to fight on there. So there, there's some other things you can do in there too. Um, but yeah, we go all the way up there, uh, and then we get to see. Wait a second, they are just getting drunk and having a party. <laughs> yes, they what are. is going on? Well, I mean, if the world's ending, you might as well convene the council and get wasted together. Well, so we get into there, and they they trick us. To make it look like it's blood, right? Yeah, they're get all in dead. there. They're and, all passed out, or yeah, they're all passed out on the floor. They got red stuff all over their face. The game tricks us. They don't. They're just passed out. Yes. Um, and then they go and are. Then we go and was it the the one? One of the old guys was already awake, right? No, they wake up as you get there. You wake them okay, up. Okay, they all wake up as the okay. They all wake up as we get there. Um, or no, did we get we did did we see a uh, crocus yet? Did we saw crocus before this. So on the way there, we go through a tiny village, and basically we get run off the road by two minotaurs carrying a carriage. 
Yeah, and then right. so he pokes right. his head out. And he's cool. Once we get like knocked off the road, Ari picks up a rock and throws it at the Minotaur, and so yes. like mm-hmm. carriage stops, and then out pops Prince Crocus, who like knows who you are. He's like, "Oh, hey, Ari, I'm doing adult stuff. Um, like your new haircut." Which I think is one of the funniest things about this whole game so far is that you did all this work to look like your brother, cut your hair, put on his clothes, have his sword, and it was all so you could look the part to like go and represent your family at the like the meeting of the guardians, and everybody knows who you are. Like everybody knows you. Well, a couple of them were like, wait, is that Flynn? Oh no, that's just Ari. Sorry. Yeah. Haircut. Uh, it's just like super quick and they don't even, and then it, it barely works. Yeah. And it's like, as you talk to people around, you realize that you're kind of like a local celebrity because your dad's the guardian of winter. And so everybody, yeah. like all the kids around know who you are. So it's yeah. just like weird that you took all this time to disguise yourself, but everybody knows I, who I, you are. I remember why I skipped over this town because it's just like the town of side quests. That's like all it is, is you just go in there and everyone's just like, hey, go get me some fish. Yeah. I don't want fish. I'll give you a cookie. Hey, go do this for me. Okay, here. And that's like all it is. There's not really a story beat in this town. See, so this town, there's like right when you get in, there's a windmill. And on the windmill, there's one of those like season spheres that are like mm-hmm. the, the orbs that expand your your sphere. And so I thought this puzzle was super cool because... I, I did too, yeah. Yeah, you wait for... There's this sphere hanging from the windmill, and so it goes up and down and around. And you wait for it to come around, and you activate your like your winter bubble. And as soon as you activate it, it follows the sphere. So you have to jump up these platforms as the windmill passes along the like the floating ice platforms to get to a chest. And I was like, "That's cool. I'm a hundred percent in on the winter of like the seasons mechanics at that point." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, it is like that. I I agree. That one stood out to me too because it did it all physics based. Like even the way the thing would rock back and forth, it wasn't just like a scripted thing the way way it moved around. But then like everything else there, no one else had anything important to say. We kept we we could run into the same merchants again, and I mm-hmm. guess they'll give you. I don't know if they give you different things on that location because we've only been moving forward. I don't think so. Or if it's just you, you hit a new point, you've unlocked some new stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and they, they, they're the same merchants too. So I, I just yeah. got more upgrades because later, anytime, yeah. <laughs> anytime I see Remy, I'll, I'll throw him some money for some, some strength upgrades. So yeah, we go through all that town. Uh, then we, you know, fast forward, rewind back to where we were uh, with the, what do they call the this? guardian? The season, the dome of seasons. Yep. Yes, we are in the dome of seasons now. Uh, and everyone's waking up, and we are introduced to Bryn, Dagden, and Lukten. Yeah, uh, Bryn is well. The 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 one that stands out is Dagden. He is the one in the toga who's just like the. Cool. He, he reminds me of the grandpa from Hey Arnold. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, like uh, him, like crossed with Gandhi, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and these are the other Masters of Seasons. Mm-hmm. Guardians of Seasons. Sorry. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't really stand out until the cutscene when they go back and see what happened. At first, it's, yes. it's really Bryn who's yes. like, who knows us, who engages with us, and like, kind of sets like, is like, hey, oh, if you're here, that means... Your dad's not doing so well. That means have we found Flynn yet? Like he he knows what's going on, right? Uh, but then they go and give us a flashback as to like why they were all passed out, and that's when we flashback. And it's again, it didn't necessarily explain like they could have still been passed out the same way, but they it wasn't that they drank too much. Yeah, like they were already drinking and they were fine with their drinking. Stop asking about their drinking. <laughs> uh, and Dagden is dancing on the 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 magical table where they're supposed to be like bringing their gemstones that it looks like to like summon something or something like Captain that. Captain Planet, yeah, like Captain Planet style. Um, but he's just like cutting a rug, just 
super drunk doing all this stuff and they're just hanging out they're all just having a good time well they're waiting for their buddy yeah they're waiting they're like what are we gonna do in the meantime all right i got this berry wine let's have fun sweet berry wine and then out of nowhere some green gas shows up and yeah dagden makes it makes some fart jokes he makes like a couple fart jokes mm-hmm. back to back uh one wasn't enough with him well he had to blame it on lichten or uh lichten lichten yeah yeah, yeah. lichten's the quiet one He's um, silent, but violent. But <laughs> then they they uh, Brandon Luckton pass out, but it looks like Dagden just like is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. He's just sort of focused because he starts making some jokes about like some you know fourth wall breaking jokes about being in a video game, mm-hmm. saying random uh, throwaway dialogue. He's just yeah. like rambling and rambling, basically. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I I liked it. Um, and basically, they they explained that some well, I guess the, I mean I guess they knew this because we know this now. Uh, some mysterious uh, guy showed up in this all black armor and and took their stone of seasons out of their little placeholders on the table. Mm-hmm. Yes, and with that, he's now the most powerful being in all the land. Yeah, really, uh, because he has three of the stones. No, wait, no, only two of the stones. Because Dagden didn't bring his for some reason. Uh, they had this whole meeting. I assume they needed to bring their stones, right? That would have been, like, mandatory for it. Would have made I, sense. Maybe it was a fact-finding meeting. And be like, do we need our stones? Okay, I'll go back and get my stone. I guess so, because that's what Dagden did. He said it was in a safe place. Uh, when we get there, uh, no, it is not in a safe place. No, no. <laughs> it he is. basically says, I left it at home. It's in th- my special container that is by this thing here. You can't miss it. But also, it's a special place that no one will be able to get. It's like, okay, man. Okay. It's like, it's like yeah, next to all my precious relics or something like that is what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his library. So, we go to him. Uh, Dagon is the guardian of summer. So, we have to go to his realm um, to go and get that. We also get the medallion of seasons. Yeah, like a little cup holder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which in the in one of the like loading screens or something, it says that that increases your power. Okay, but, but I, I don't, don't think it makes like I thought it was going to make the dome bigger, but I don't know if it does that. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I thought yeah. it said the medallion of seasons makes season spheres bigger. Um, that's one thing. The loading screens are so PS2 because it's like. Here's a bunch of like <laughs> tips and tidbits about things you haven't even encountered in the game yet. Here's just right, a bunch right, of like terminology thrown at you. Because PS2 loading times are insanely long and they need stuff in there, much like these loading times. Yeah. Something to keep you busy. Yeah. Uh, we go into Dagnan's summer area and it's like a beach, but it's frozen. There's all snow in there. Uh, and you know, we have our snow ability, but it's kind of, it's basically useless here because mm-hmm. we're already in winter. So we can't add more winter, uh, which I, I thought was interesting. Like it's a good way to mix it up there. Um, not a whole lot to look through on this, right? Because we can't change anything. I, I did wander a bit, but I just found like two chests with coins in them. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do too much in uh, what is this place called? Lamb, uh, Shoot, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, I the, the but Dagden's town, it's already winter, so yeah, we can't really winter the winter some more. It's like so, Limmer something or Lammerston. Lammerston. Sure. For episode one, it's yeah. Lammerston. We'll correct it in the next season. Which next episode. <laughs> next season. <laughs> Welcome to the Minish Cap. Let's talk about that last game some more. And they talk about how like just Kind of with the character of Dagden, they talk about how like all the people in this town are supposed to be lazy because it's eternally summer, and mm-hmm. then all the people mm-hmm. in Yule think they're super reliable, and then because mm-hmm. you got to keep moving uh, to stay warm, so you might as well work. Fair, fair. So yeah, we go to his house, which again I went to the wrong place at first because I saw this giant wall, and I was like, okay. This is going to be the winter dungeon. <laughs> this is in, where we live through that. Dungeon, yeah. I was <laughs> like, okay, so there's this thing. Wait, I can't get in here. I don't know what's going on. So eventually, I wander around some more, and I found his house. Mm-hmm. Big um, house. How did you miss the house? 
There's a lot you'll see when you get back in the game. There's still a lot to explore in this town. They I told you where it was. But there's a there's a, a yellow diamond on the map. To BC. Let you know where to go. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say BC. Clearly, my reading comprehension in this game isn't very good. But Brian made a point. I literally have a glowing yellow diamond, diamond. on my mini map <laughs> that's always telling me, "Hey, go this way." This is the next door you need to open. I'm just trying to take the whole world in. Okay. I mean, I am too, but <laughs> but in the direction of that of the golden diamond. Yes. Fair. Fair. So we get into his house. Uh, and then we get a cutscene of just, yeah, he's just got this open jewelry box of the thing just sitting there. It's just right there on his shelf. Just that, right there. Not not like locked inside something. Like you can see it glowing from no. across the room. His, no. his house is not. also huge. Why is his house huge. so huge? He needs the room to dance. I mean, you know, it, it's hot. So you gotta, it, you gotta like get, uh, I don't know, it's gotta be drafty or something. You need a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of space get air flowing through it so we go and get this and then this i don't know armored minotaur shows up Mm -hmm. and then we get a boss battle yeah uh this one was kind of annoying for me i guess you could call it that uh i i would say it was because like the camera changed we were locked in a room with this thing it was a different fight than we've had with any other Mm -hmm. creature so far um i mean but we don't defeat it no no we don't but now we have a new power uh we can turn things into summer so since we're in winter we can do that we can turn things into summer uh the minotaur has a couple moves one is he he's an ice minotaur it seems yeah well he's he's a minotaur but we're in snow so that it, it he's an elemental minotaur and his element reflects wherever he's at right now okay well yeah maybe maybe that'll be it i i don't think we'll be fighting another one of these uh I don't know. Maybe uh, we'll see how things turn out. We'll see how uh, we are almost certainly uh, who, fighting another one of these. We'll see what kind so. of heel turns we have. Okay. Because um, this, he is not that bad of a guy. We find out. No, uh, I don't know. Did you guys have trouble fighting this guy? I mean, a little bit, but I I found that the like activating the the summer sphere was a little glitchy. It also could just be my P or my PS4 controller, like the up button is getting old, but it, like I would try I say and, it's the first to go. <laughs> I would like try and press like the up to activate the, the summer sphere and it just like wouldn't happen. So it, it took a little while because uh, if you try and do it immediately after deactivating it, it has like a cool down. And even after that cool down ends, it still takes a second. To the point where I was deploying it and then making it go away because I was just mashing on it. Because I was like, please, I need you now. He's about to attack. <laughs> yeah. I died a few times on this oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, especially near the end when he does his shockwave. It, fi- it, it seems like it fills the entire room mm-hmm. with those ice spikes. Uh, it just seemed like I was having the hardest time dodging those things. Well, also, just it just deploy your summer and they go away. Yeah, it just it wasn't clear to me on how to damage him either. Even no. though the game flat out tells you what click in the right stick when you have your your charge when here. your charge is maxed up, which only happens when you have a combo going. So you have to like hit him when he is like. When he smashes down his weapon and he's stuck there for a second. And he's not blocking you. Yeah, to build up your combo. Then you also have to be in the Summer Dome because your your power is that it will do whatever season you're in. Oh, <laughs> So okay. you have to be in your Summer Dome and he also has to be in your Summer Dome. Right. In order for your special attack to do damage on him. That's yeah. the only way you can damage I him. I may have missed that. A yeah, I... And I didn't even pick up on that until after, like, oh, he's taking damage. How did he take damage? I don't yeah. understand what I did to make him take damage. Um, but I figured it out. And now going forward, I know that. I know that they need to be in my dome in order for my special thing, whatever it will be, to work. Right. So you do that a few phases. Uh, he uh, slowly not, loses his, his armor. Yeah, we're not damaging him. We're, we're, we're <laughs> decloaking him. We're we're taking off bits of his. We're knocking off his clothes. Yeah, all the way down to his boxers, and which embarrasses him. Yes, uh, and then after we do that, uh, Crocus shows up, and With Prince Crocus. Prince Crocus shows up. Say his his title. And uh, yeah. I didn't remember that it was Minotaurs that were carrying him around before. Oh really? 
I just was like, okay, I got to fight this thing. I don't remember what it is. Because I, I knew we had to get to a Minotaur. And so as soon as I saw an armored Minotaur, I'm like... <laughs> oh, fair, fair. I'm like, okay, cool. We're This is the spot. Okay, I have to play to here. Uh, so yeah, I was waiting for a fight to happen earlier and that did not. No, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, uh, Krogus basically, Prince Krogus, sorry, uh, says right. like he was here to get that as well. Weird. Uh, but well, I think he said he was trying to make sure that it was okay. Right? No, he said he was trying to make sure Dagden went to the, the gathering. Okay. Okay. So he's coming to check yeah. on Dagden. Yeah. You know, cause he's a lazy drunk. So. Right. He was the one that they really needed to check on. Yeah, I had to make sure. Um, should have brought our dad there. That would have been nice to be, you know, a couriered there. <laughs> Not couriered. Uh, you know, driven there, I guess, uh, by in comfort in a royal box by two minotaurs. Yeah, yeah. Crocus, if this is as important as you say, you have a way to take our dad there. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, but he basically says, uh, okay, this is what you're doing. Well, we need to talk more. Here is a Willy Wonka ticket for my castle. Yes, it's totally a Willy Wonka ticket. Uh, to get a free pass into the castle. Mm-hmm. Go on the, on the tour. Yeah. So for our next episode, it's going to be a little bit more straightforward. All you got to do is complete the first temple. Go ahead and do that. We'll be back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Guidance.